This episode of Love Madden, the podcast, is brought to you by our friends at Tap Tap Send, the fast and easy way to send money across the world, now operating in Ethiopia. I recently used it and the money was transferred almost instantly with no fees. Try it for yourself. Download the app, Tap Tap Send, in your app store, and then use the promo code Love Madden to get 10 extra US dollars to send to your family or friends back home. Talking with Girlfriends is our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Join hosts Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels for some good and healthy girl talk. Get comfortable and ready to take some notes because there's always a gem. This season, we are digging into radical self-love through the 12 principles of healing through hospitality. Welcome to Love Madden, the podcast. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. We are back in the building after a long yes. break. I know. I was thinking to myself, when was the last time we actually recorded a podcast? I don't I don't even remember. It was in May of 2021. I went back and listened to the season three wrap up to like mm. even try to remember where we left off with the people. So yeah, it's been a minute. Oh yeah, I should have I should have done my homework before I came on the podcast today. <laughs> it's all good. Um Season four, we shared in the season three wrap up that season four would be taking place in the fall of 2021. But um, mm. I decided to pull back and focus on some other things. So yes. we're, 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 we basically skipped a semester, but we're back. And that's all that matters. And better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, my love? I have been good. I'm trying to think like what has happened since May of 2021. Not too much, because you know we're still in this pandemic, but um, yeah, I've I've been doing well. A lot has gone on in life, um, so I can't complain. I'm healthy, I'm whole, I'm here, so all is well. At the end of the season, you said that you were getting ready to embark on some summer travel. You unveiled that you and I will be going to Vegas, and you shared about the Overreaction podcast. So can you give us a little update on those different things? Wow. Well, yeah, so... We didn't make it to Vegas, but <laughs> <laughs> we did make it to Charleston. And um, we did see Bruno. And we did see Bruno, yes. So I was, um, I don't know where I said this, but God, he is in the details. I really wanted to see Bruno. We were going to go see Bruno in Vegas, and then some things had to shift around. Um, and then an announcement came out that Bruno was coming to the National Harbor here in um, Maryland. And so we got to do both of our things. And I've always wanted to go to Charleston. I know you've been um, before. So we were able to hang out with one of our other good girlfriends mm-hmm. and just had an amazing time. So really grateful for that. Um, I and did. You can, wait, oh, go ahead. read about it on her blog, tennildaniels.com. She She wrote up our trip and all the fun things we did. You know what? This is why you need friends. You need, because... you need a friend <laughs> to plug you when you don't remember to plug yourself. Yes. I totally forgot about that. I mean, it, it has been so long and my 40-year-old brain sometimes don't just do doesn't <laughs> click all the way. But I did write a blog and I told and shared with you all um, everything that we did and places we went to eat and where we stayed and just talked about our whole experience. The so, yes. celebrity that stayed in the same hotel as us, the sexy celeb. The sexy celeb. So I'm not even going to tell you who it is because you need to go to tenildaniels.com and check out the blog. Yeah, so that was exciting. And then the Overreaction Podcast. So as many of you may know, I um, I think I talked about it on the podcast before that I 
launched Overreaction. It's a podcast that focuses on my reproductive health journey, which has um, evolved into a fertility journey. Um, I'm on a journey to become a single mother by choice. So if you haven't had a chance to check that out, I definitely encourage um, you to do so. I've been telling people that, you know, I think the fertility conversation is starting to bubble up like mental health was a few years ago. Like at first it was, you know, taboo. And then, you know, Uh certain like groups started talking about it. And then it kind of just exploded where the stigma was, I'm not going to say totally erased off of it, but the veil was, you know, um, pull back a bit. And and we've started to have way more conversations around um, mental health and, um, you know, challenges and resources and things like that. And I'm seeing a similar trajectory for um, fertility conversations. So like I said, go check it out. Um, The other thing I'll say just quickly, because Maddie's probably like, girl, you are talking way too much. (laughs) I um, encourage all of the women who are listening to the podcast today, if you have not had a chance to check out the Eggs Over Easy um, documentary Uh that premiered on OWN, it was really, really good. Um, It was the perfect balance of education Mm -hmm. and storytelling. Um, So Yeah, that was one of the things that I I really am encouraging women to take a look at if you haven't. Even if you don't have fertility challenges, I think it's just a good um, documentary to uh, make yourself aware of what some of the women in your life could be uh, going through. Yeah, and even if you don't have fertility challenges, you know someone who does have fertility challenges. For Um, sure. And that's a fact. So Mm -hmm. it is good, men and women, to be informed and know what's going on, you know, in our community. Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. Those are, that was it. That's all you said, right? The, yeah, the, the podcast, trip and the podcast. Trip. Yeah, I think those were the main things you talked about sort of at the okay. end. Yeah. And I what also about talked, you? I talked about doing some travel, which I got to do a good amount of travel before, like, well, I was traveling right at Delta as Delta kind of peaked, but before almost Cron. Um, Wait, we have had two variants since the since last we, podcast. This cow, is a mess. It's, yeah, it's a lot going on. <laughs> um, so I went to Charleston with Tennille, <laughs> and then I went to Savannah with my friends Tahira and Lovey, and then I went to Cabo. No, not Cabo. To um, girls, what to Cabo? No, where's the place I went? Playa del Carmen with. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, somewhere I don't know. In, somewhere in Mexico. <laughs> I went to Playa del Carmen for uh, my anniversary weekend with my husband, and we went to a wedding. And mm. then I went to Scottsdale. Actually, I did travel on the peak of Omicron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I went to Scottsdale, Arizona, which was mm-hmm. really nice. I'm um, heading back in a few weeks, coincidentally. Um, so I got to do a lot of travel. I talked about wanting to go on more dates. Um, we mm. went. We did go on. We did do some more intentional dating. Never as much as I would like because I felt like <laughs> I, I, I'm somebody who likes to be out the house. And so I just felt like I had been a little bit hampered a bit by like all the things that I want to do. I mean, it hasn't stopped me, but it has pulled me back significantly. Like I'm not someone who's as like, it should. yeah, I'm not someone who's <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm going to live my life. Like I've, I've definitely been doing things in a very tempered way, mm-hmm. um, but we, you know, we've, we've made it work and. I said I wanted to go to Sesame Place with the baby and we didn't end up going, me and my girlfriend. It was just, it was too much with um, COVID and they didn't have the precautions Mm -hmm. that we thought needed to be in place for two-year-olds. So we did some other local fun stuff with her that she um, 
she really, really enjoyed. And she's almost three. So we had a fun summer, a fun holiday season um, as a family. And just today we were baking some Valentine cupcakes. I'm trying to, I mean, pancakes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to be more intentional about making every little season and even the little Hallmark holidays really fun and memorable for her. Um, just because it's less places that we're able to go doesn't mean that, you know, being at home can't be just as enjoyable. So I'll be sharing that stuff on the website and social and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, Ellie was like so excited to give me my Christmas present. So she She was was into the Christmas holiday. She was, child. The other day she crawled it, like tried to like get into the fireplace and look up and see to see if Santa was going to be coming back. I was like, oh, my God, you're getting dirty. (laughs) That was last month. Stop it. (laughs) so yeah she's been really into it so a little bit about the format for the podcast it's tweaked just a tiny bit so after hey girl hey um we're gonna go into a new segment called love it or leave it because we what we realized is when we talked about what i'm loving sometimes we the spirit just led us to talk about something we weren't loving (laughs) And every time we would start like, I know we're supposed to talk about something I love, but can I just say, so we have a new segment or a kind of amended a segment that's going to allow us to sound off. Um, Then we're going to go into setting the table, um, digging into the topic and we'll close out in prayer. And if you haven't already, make sure to go back one episode to the trailer so you can hear all about the new format and the 12 principles of healing through hospitality that we are going to be on hacking for you guys. Consider this a free masterclass. Um, season four is going to be a free masterclass on mm-hmm. healing and hospitality. So get into it. So love it or leave it. Tanil. So this week I am going to leave it. Y'all, if you listen to probably season two and season three, you know I have been hard on the Ivy Park craze. Even the drops sure where I said, I'm not going to buy anything. I end up buying something, spending money that I don't need to spend. But I'm really just like, I think Beyonce came out with um, her last drop maybe two months ago. Mm-hmm. I bought a hoodie. I bought some shoes. I hated, not hated both of them, but they just didn't work for me. So I ended up sending them back. And now it's February. We're getting into the Valentine uh, season and she drops Ivy Heart. It's just too much. It's like every two months you don't need to come out with something. And then if you wanted people to have this stuff around Valentine's Day, why should have been already out. Yeah, like why are you dropping it on February 9th? But you know who's going to snatch it up. You know who's going to snatch it up. Who? Your Sauros. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, true. Because they do have some cute red stuff. They do. And I think this is the first time that she's had red in the Ivy Park collection. That is true. So, actually, I don't want to be You will get some now. (laughs) Here we go. I was talking to one of our... (laughs) I was talking to one of our sorors who said that the red, um, like, uh, slides, Adidas slides that are in the collection, it should be a staple piece in every Delta's <laughs> closet. So <laughs> if you see me with some red Adidas slides, no judgment, but I am over Beyonce and these Ivy Park um, drops because maybe it's just I don't have the self-control to limit myself on not spending the money. 
But sis, let's so get what, one a season so and call it a Feb- day. What you want to do on February 9th? That's what the people <clears throat> want to know. Y'all going to have to wait and see. I don't know. <laughs> I, the slides are cute, but they're not like, oh my gosh. Once I see the price point, I'll make a decision. When has a price the- point ever stopped you from doing something? Oh, <laughs> price <laughs> points. Trust me. They, now that might make you pause and think. But if you want it... <laughs> You gonna you gonna make a way out of no way, and that is probably a problem. That, and that that's where the discuss. problem lies. <laughs> On another podcast, but yes, I am leaving Ivy Heart. I'm I'm leaving it again. If you see me with some red slides, don't judge me. Judge your mama. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will say, since we mentioned um, our beloved sisterhood of Delta Sigma Theta sorority. Incorporated, yes. we 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 would be remiss not to honor and maybe even have a moment of silence for our dearly departed um, sister, um, Madam President Soror Cheryl Hickman, who passed yes. away um, just a few weeks ago. So mm-hmm. let's just have a moment of silence for um, Soror Hickman and just out of reverence um, for our sisters of DST and friends. So, yeah, this has been <clears throat> a challenging season for many, um, without a doubt, mm-hmm. just for all different reasons. So I'm, I'm glad we're able to kind of bring some joy and levity to to your yes. lives. And just like um, we'll talk a little bit about today's topic in a mm-hmm. few, but when you um, brought Sora Hickman up, mm-hmm. it made me think about, you know, all of the things that she has done and um, goals that she set for yes, herself and, and the ach- and accomplished, right? Yes, and that ma'am. she achieved. And, you know, you all don't know this, but, um, you know, becoming the national president of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated was one of those dreams for her. And she accomplished that, what, mm-hmm. two months before yes. she passed away? November, yeah. Um, so it really warms my heart that yeah. she was able to um, fulfill that and experience that before she left this earth. And just so. get her flowers, like the way she yes. was celebrated in November by sorors from near and far, but especially for us from the historic Eastern region who just have seen her trajectory. Yeah. Um, it was a beautiful thing. So sometimes God gives us these gifts um, and we may not even really see it until we kind of look back in retrospect, um, mm-hmm. but he knows all. So yeah, that's a, that's a really good way to put it. A bow around so that. So what are you, well, loving or leaving this week? I have two things, that, and I'm loving both. Mm. And I'm partaking in both right now. So the first thing is, so y'all y'all know I got this Nespresso um, coffee machine. I don't know if you call it a coffee. Yeah, it makes coffee and espresso mm-hmm. drinks. Um, from my girlfriends in my accountability group, actually, they surprised me with it for my birthday last year. And so I went to the Nespresso store in Pentagon City. Because mm. um, I had I had been ordering some of my pods like off Amazon and right. um, my husband had ordered me the like Nespresso like from the website. Um, mm-hmm. He don't know nothing about nothing. He got me a variety pack. So I went in there and like met with a consultant and talked to them and got some feedback uh, like looking at like caffeine level because I'm sure I've said it here before. I can't do a ton of caffeine, but I love coffee. Um, mm-hmm. So what I'm loving is the, the, now this one has a little bit more caffeine than I typically do, but it's a treat for me. So I love the Bianco Leggero. This is Italian, so I'm going to spell it. B-I-A-N-C-O-L-E-G-G-E-R. 
Doppio. <clears throat> it's like a Doppio, so it's like a double shot of espresso. Oh, but it's okay. made to be served with milk. Um, so I also bought this. I guess I have three things. So I also bought the Instant Pot makes a uh, milk frother. So it's called the Instant Milk Frother. I mm. bought that. Um, got me a little bit of fresh cinnamon ground on that thing and just a tiny bit of brown sugar. And it is the best. Like, I haven't been to Starbucks in God knows oh. how long. Oh, another thing that happened since we last talked is... We moved, and I have a Starbucks. We moved into the city, and I have a Starbucks on yes, my block. she's a city girl like I'm me. I'm a city girl. <laughs> I'm a Northeast shorty, so. Too far. Too far? Mm-hmm. Okay, well. <laughs> Still giving very much Prince George's princess. Facts. Um, but, yeah, so there's a Starbucks, and they're like, Starbucks who? Because there are so many good coffee shops in this area now. But I am really enjoying my little pod um espresso maker so if you're not like fancy schmancy wanting to get a breville or any of these other things and you just need something that tastes good and Mm -hmm. is very quick and easy i highly recommend yeah i was actually thinking about getting one because i have a ninja right now but Mm -hmm. it requires a lot of steps like you know you gotta ground the coffee put Mm -hmm. it in the thing i just Mm -hmm. the pod seems so it's giving barista (laughs) Yeah, and I ain't got time. I mean, tell you, well, I do have time. Well, I might have time, but I just want something quick and easy. And I think the pod thing would be good. But I I have, I'm famous for buying things and not using them. See, see, Ivy Park. This is a a trend that Mm -hmm. I need to probably work through with my therapist. Unpack that, right? (laughs) Um, Okay, the second thing I'm loving is Beyond Yoga Loungewear. It is the best. Mm. So when I first got my Peloton, I was referring other people to get Pelotons. And then you can, you get every time you refer someone and they get the bike you get, or mm-hmm. they get an item, you get a hundred dollars to spend in the Peloton shop on apparel. Mm-hmm. So I probably got five or six people that bought this bike that mm-hmm. gave me referral codes, right? So every time I had like five or $600 to spend, I was, I was running it up in the Peloton shop. Dang. So I bought these leggings and they have all different brands in there. And then they're like, you okay. know, co-branded with Peloton. So Nike, mm-hmm. Adidas, whatever, and Peloton brands. So I bought these leggings by Beyond Yoga. And they, when I say they're like buttery soft, they feel like mm. you don't have anything on. And for those who know me and even those who don't, I don't really like to wear pants in my house. So for me... <laughs> This was lovely because I just it just felt like so free and comfortable. Mm-hmm. So for Christmas, I asked for some skims because I don't know why. Just being because everybody just has being them. a get with yeah, like everybody's <laughs> getting them. Then I got them, and I was like, "Where am I going to wear this furry stuff?" So I tried it on. I I didn't feel like I was going to be in the house with it. It just wasn't practical. I'm just not the type of girl. I'm not going around in a furry tank top and hoodie. It just wasn't me. It's, I love it. It's super cute. Like when I see people with it, but it's just, I don't see myself wearing this out. So I returned it. And then I thought, wait, instead of, cause he was like, well, maybe we can, you know, grab some other stuff from skims that you mm-hmm. like better that aren't fuzzy. I was like, fuzzy, yeah. maybe I should go to beyond yoga and get some loungewear items. Cause I loved those pants I got from Peloton. Okay. So I got all this stuff from beyond yoga. I ended up, it's like twice as much as skim. So it's, it's not cheap, but I twice as much as skims. Sis got money over there. Oh, no. oh I got a little no, bit I, t- twice as much as we spent as he spent. I mean, he okay, all the same, as we spent on the skims 
items. Got it. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's around the price range of like a Lululemon. Got it. So, okay. so it's not crazy, but it's not it's not like affordable, right? Affordable, yeah. Maybe it is crazy, um, but it's worth it to me. So I got some sweatpants, some mm. joggers, some leggings, a couple of bras, and like I love every single thing that I got. So I'm going to go back and get like hoodies, sweatshirts, because really my life continues to be 85% loungewear. Every day I wake up, I'm like, what leggings and or sweatpants, <laughs> not and, but or sweatpants right. can I put on today? It is yeah, really bad. very much loungy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and oh, go, oh, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say I had been um, on this rental, like, kind of like a rent the runway, like monthly um, subscription program with Eloquy. And I'm still doing it. I probably need to cancel. And they send cute stuff, but I legit have nowhere to go. Like, where am I going? I could like put the outfits on and take a picture, but I ain't going nowhere else. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a little, yeah, sorry. Now some people, depend on who you are, like our friend Michelle, she gets dressed to work from home and just to be in her mm-hmm, house. It makes her does. feel good. Yeah. She's also a fashion person. Like she went to school for fashion. It makes her happy. She enjoys doing it. So she mm-hmm. makes it happen. So it's not impossible. Um, but oh, I, it's impossible for me. I was going to say, I, 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 I'm going to be in this house <laughs> in some cute clothes to be sitting at the breakfast bar working by on. yourself. Mm-mm. I know, sis. Yeah. But, but so why not make the lounge wear extra cute and extra comfortable? Like mm-hmm. even in the lounge season of life, we deserve luxury. So I'm sorry to I'm target and the stars above. <laughs> What I've been in for the last two years is the stars above brand, but <laughs> we're moving on. To, we're moving on to new heights. All right, and now it is time to set the table. So, for those of you who have listened to the trailer, you know that um, we are launching a twelve-part series through season four of the podcast on healing through hospitality. Um, And it really grew out of the origin of Love Madden, which is about gathering and community um, and finding healing and how we show and express love um, to ourselves and to others. So today we're going to spend some time unpacking the first principle of the healing through hospitality sort of framework. And that is to just start. With that being said, it is time to dig Dig in. in. Let's do it. All right. So our first question is for you, Maddie. What does just start mean in everyday terms? Even though it's a, you know, pretty basic phrase. Right. What does it mean to you in everyday terms as we think about our self-healing journey. Yeah. So it's synonymous with a lot of other catchphrases that we hear. So Nike says, just do it. Or, you know, Lovey says, do it scared or do it afraid Mm -hmm. or do it anyway. Um, So we hear a lot about that. You know, your pastors might talk about, um, you know, this this in, in, in different sort of spiritual references, but we hear a lot of things that tell us, don't let fear stop you. You know, Mm -hmm. don't let it delay and and it might not be stopping you, but don't even let it delay where you're supposed to be. And I think 
um, Tennille made a beautiful illustration of that when we honored uh, Sora Hickman at the beginning of the episode. Like, you know, if she had let fear or self-doubt mm-hmm. or anxiety, procrastination, they're all the perfectionism, they're all the same thing, um, stop her from moving forward even by just two months. If she had let it stop mm-hmm. her by just a couple of months, she might I'll wait till not, next year or right, the next cycle. That's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. She mm-hmm. might have not lived to see um, that uh, culmination of the achievement that she was trying to, to reach or to see her, her purpose really um, fulfilled or manifested. And I, there's nothing mm-hmm. worse to me, I think, than feeling like you've wasted your, not just your time in the short term, but like your life. Like to mm-hmm. go on to glory without having... Um, with that dream still inside of you, with that gift still inside of you and not having acted on it, I think is just, um, and for something as as trivial as fear, mm-hmm. um, I think it's just sad and we don't want to see that happen. So that is the first principle. And it's really akin when I, like I said in the trailer, when I first created this healing through hospitality guideline, it was about opening our doors and getting together and meeting up, right? This was right. pre, a couple months came out, a couple months pre-COVID. Um, and the number one thing I would hear from friends is like, I'm just, I just need to get my house together first, or I need to tidy up first, or once I move, or once I do this, or once I do that. Um, it's like people had the heart to do it and wanted to connect with folks, but yeah. that pressure of making this sort of Pinterest perfect dinner table or Instagram worthy event stopped mm-hmm. them. from spending time with people that they love. Right. And that the aesthetic of it all is really Mm -hmm. not the heart of it all. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the the quality time, the conversation, the, you know, just honestly being in the presence of others, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, during this COVID time. And I've you know, said this before, as for me, as someone who is who lives alone, it can be a very isolating feeling. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm just, you know, coming over to your house, mm-hmm. uh, Maddie, to just sit on the couch and, you know, shoot the breeze, right. that is, you know, that can fill your cup. So, yeah, that's yeah. true. Did you see, do you watch The Real still? Mm-mm. Yeah, me neither, but I, I follow them on Instagram <laughs> and I saw a clip where Lonnie, Lonnie Love, I love her, mm-hmm. um, was sharing about these past two years and not being able to see her mother who's 78 mm. her brother, she has not seen her family at all. And really? she just at all. Wow. And she just broke. Cause she said she, you know, she can't, I don't, I don't know why she can't get on a plane and something with her okay. health. Like she was breaking down mm. and she's like, we would never know that something we take for granted, like jumping on a plane to see family member would be taken away. And, yes. you know, she was like begging the audience, like I implore you Whatever time you have, it's precious. It's more important than work. Um, mm-hmm. It's more important than you know anything else. So don't delay. If you have right. it on your That's heart it. to get with people or to get started or to do something or to launch the business, write the book, whatever, do not delay because as we know, tomorrow is not promised. Facts. And you know, one thing that I think gets um, we get caught up in is that perfectionism, right? So we want people to think that we have it all together when they come into our homes and, you know, everything is in this perfect place and, you know, I've made the perfect meal. We have to let those um, expectations of perfection Mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. In my conversations with, you know, my friends and my accountability group, I think 
it's good to have um, high expectations, right? Mm-hmm. We don't I, we don't want to settle or be complacent or anything like that. But sometimes mm-hmm. I think our expectations can become a little bit of our enemy. Correct. Right? Ooh, that's a word. That's that's because, true. Yeah, it, it it begins to you know weigh us down, stop us from doing things, allow you know some of that additional fear to creep in. Um, so I just. That was just on my heart to say, like our expectations can become our enemy. Yeah, that's yeah. real. That 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 like they say, um, perfect is the enemy of good or of done. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, you trying to perfect something, you never get it finished. You'll never get it out the door. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about this before, but perfectionism and procrastination are are really one in the same. Perfectionism just puts a positive spin on something and procrastination looks like, oh man, you don't want to get started. But perfectionism is the same thing. You in the same boat. You sitting mm-hmm. here trying mm-hmm. to put the finishing touches on it for six months. You ain't launched nothing. And they're both fear-based trauma responses. So I think it's important yeah. for us to, to recognize that. All right. So I have a question for you. <clears throat> what role has um, you know this idea of just getting started played in your personal life and your personal journey toward healing? Like how has that played into things that you have tried to carry out in your own life? So one of the things um, for me, uh, as we talked about a little bit earlier, is that, you know, I launched the Overreaction Podcast and lately I've been getting a lot of feedback, um, you know, from people saying, you're so brave. You know, I applaud you for just being so transparent and open and honest. And a lot of what I'm sharing on that podcast is healing me um, as I go through the journey, right? But it took me years to start that podcast, right? So God laid it on my heart back in, you know, 2014, 2015, when I was just um, starting kind of this journey around freezing my eggs and things like that. So, I think a lot of times when we delay just starting, it has it delays our healing. So I think about where I could be now had I started mm-hmm. back then. That's good. Right? Delaying so, starting ends up delaying our healing. Yes. Wow, that's and really good. Even, you know, things that I, I struggle with today because self-healing is a continuous journey. That to me, I mean, I don't think that there is a a destination point. Yes, you can be whole and heal, I mean, whole and healthy, but it's something that you continuously have to work on each and every day. And the longer that we don't start is the longer that we continue to allow our trauma, our mess, our fears to delay us from thriving and being great and and living in our purpose. So that's, that's really how good. I say it's played a journey in my role, um, in my healing. That's really good. What about you? Um, I would say the same thing, uh, but I, I wasn't looking at it as my overall healing, but I know that mm. it has played a role in like my wellness, like my physical mm. wellness. I feel like the one area that I always kind of delay, because generally I like to practice the things that we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm good for jumping in and getting started. I've started a bunch of stuff. Some of it's gone nowhere. Some of it's evolved. So, you know, I I generally like in terms of purpose-led stuff, I'll I'll try to go for it. Now, sometimes I can get stuck in that planning phase um, and Uh delay myself. That's that perfectionism. So it shows up in that way. But Mm -hmm. in terms of like 
my physical wellness, like nutrition and exercise and movement um, and getting proper sleep and waking up and, you know, taking deep breaths in the morning and drinking the water Mm -hmm. and all of those disciplines. I feel like that is an area where I have, um, you know, not really committed to because Mm -hmm. it's something that I don't necessarily know if I'll be successful at it. Mm -hmm. So to prevent myself from not being successful or whatever, I'm not doing anything, which makes absolutely no sense because I will for sure not be successful if I don't do nothing. But if I do a little something, then, right. you know, I'm I'm taking some steps towards where I want to be. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe what I need to do is, and that's why when you said expectation is your enemy, it hit hard for me because if I have a ideal in my mind that I feel is unattainable, then it'll, yep. it, it will arrest me from even starting. I'll just mm-hmm. become paralyzed. But if I just say that I want to make progress, then I feel much more comfortable getting started because it's not a number. It's not a dress size. It's not a heart rate. It's not a whatever. You know, I think goals are good, but sometimes if the expectations are too high or if they're comparison driven, or if you want to be somebody from your past who you're not anymore, um, Mm. you're trying to get in your prom dress or whatever, that just doesn't (laughs) make any sense. You know what I mean? So um, I love what you said about expectations can be our enemy because I think that has really stop me from doing the things that, that I want to do, that I need to do. Mm -hmm. And that that I know that I'm capable of doing, capable of doing, I know that I am. Yeah. And I think one thing that prevents people from just starting is that we feel like we have to, like you just said, make these like huge leaps and bounds right off of the first, um, out of the gate. Right. Yeah. So setting some realistic expectations that start small. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the other day, um, and I'll share this with you all. Mm -hmm. I have recently been diagnosed with high blood pressure and, um, you know, one of the things that I need to do to kind of help get it down is exercise. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I don't have to feel like I got to go into the gym and kill it for a whole hour. Mm -hmm. Me getting on the treadmill for 30 minutes at, 1.5. 1.5. No, that's actually too slow, but like <laughs> it's 30 more minutes than uh, sitting your butt on the couch. Exactly. So, so it starts small. And then when you start getting those um, small wins, that gives you the fuel to, to go and um, move on to the next step and set the next goal. And um, yeah, it, everything doesn't have to be a grand gesture. All and the I way think, to the end. Yeah, exactly. The culture we live in now, unfortunately, makes us feel like everything has to be a grand gesture. I'm here yeah. to tell you it you know. doesn't. <clears throat> and the culture that we live in now, it appears to be a grand gesture, but it's always some mess yeah, behind, if you the knew behind the side the of the screen. <laughs> so there's that. I think another place that this really applies, and you could even be in this number, is like with my single friends. I feel like mm. I have a lot of single friends who have an expectation of marriage. And if they don't see mm. that or like early or, you know, as they're on this process or mm-hmm. swiping through, it will stop them. Or maybe if they're even scared of Turn it, it will off. stop them from even mm-hmm. just starting with the dating. I have so many friends who are like, oh, I just mm-hmm. took the whole date nap off my phone or I'm, I'm, I'm over it. They still have the desire, but they become mm-hmm. almost paralyzed by the fear. And even on a first date, they're diving into the deep end, scaring people away because they're that expectation is becoming their enemy when it's better to just start where you are, you know, get started, start, start slow and just, yeah, 
progress Start over Can we have a good time on this first date? Like, we'll I don't need to know your whole you. life story in the first, you know, two hours or however long your date is. Like, let's just keep it light to start. And then if there's some chemistry there, and I'm talking to myself because <laughs> I ain't really doing nothing. And it's some that won't even go I, on the date. I, like yeah, we, I, we exactly. have friends who are not even going on the date. You'll show him a picture. Oh no, he's not. You know, husband material. How you know? You ain't never even had a husband. First and foremost, <laughs> so you don't even know and, what that means. And husband material is so different for everybody. For everybody. Like, if we think about how God, um, you know, is designing our husbands, mm-hmm. each of them are so different. Correct. So husband material for That's Maddie, right. even though I love Lewis, is not husband material for Tennille. Correct. Um, so again, we got to let go of some of these, um, I was not oh. going to say preconceived, but these right. expectations that we yeah. had. Yeah. It, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And to, and to keep yourself just like with my exercise example, from even starting, from even looking, from be, even being open to talk on the phone with somebody, yeah. because you're looking for one little check mark to cancel them out. Like, oh no, he's strike three. He's out. It's like, dog, what is going on? So yeah. yeah. And I talked about this on the podcast recently, because if I'm just being honest with you all in um, the process of being on a fertility journey, you can be so laser focused on that, that you allow everything else to fall by the wayside. But um, my desire for a partner Mm -hmm. has started to bubble up again. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, you have to think about the trajectory of a, a relationship, right? So for me, it's companionship, relationship and then life partnership Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. if we follow that trajectory companionship you know you're my companion maddie i don't Mm -hmm. come out the gate like with just these all these lofty expectations of you like we hang out we have fun we see if we vibe and then if i am vibing with you enough we go to the next step where you're not judging me on where i grew up what my mama is what my favorite it's just craziness Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. So let's go on to the next question. Okay. What is a key personal lesson that you've learned as it relates to just starting? Hmm. Um, I think this is one that a lot of us have kind of um, kind of learned, you know, especially in this season of loss Mm -hmm. is that um, sometimes delaying your success um, can mean that you're not able to reach the goal at all because, Mm. you know, we assume that we can get started at another time and it's not always just death, but we don't know Mm. what the next season will bring us that may prevent us from being Mm -hmm. able to do what it is, um, in the next season that we were called to do in this season. Right. So we might assume that the next season will be better, but we might have a health issue. We might move. We might be promoted to a different job that doesn't give us the bandwidth. We might have, I might have had an infant in this season and next season she's a toddler. And then we go into a global pandemic and now I'm home with the toddler all day. Like we can't predict, nobody could have predicted um, what our Mm -hmm. life would look like over the last two years. So a personal, a key personal takeaway that I've, you know, learned is that um, sometimes I feel like I might be delaying success, but I could actually be taking myself out of the running. Mm. Yeah. Now that is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? <sighs> For me, <clears throat> I will say that um, <sighs> it 
just starting is critical to finding, living, walking into your purpose. I think a lot of times some of us struggle because we feel like we don't know where exactly we're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And God is really wants us to go on this journey sometimes mm-hmm. to get to that ultimate place. And if we are stuck, and, and I have been there mm-hmm. um, in this, I don't know what it is that I'm supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. or it, I haven't felt like the God's confirmation over it. I'll just stay still, right? But there is um, there is progress and purpose in the journey, right? And so mm. for me, it's just doing, you know, <clears throat> not letting the fear, and, and mostly for me, I, I don't know if I am, and you can tell me if I am, because mm-hmm. lately my friends have been calling me out, but I don't mm-hmm. think per, per, perfection is really my, my deal, I think it Mm -hmm. is the more procrastination um, piece of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like my own expectations of myself. So as I was, you know, telling you all that expectation is the enemy, I need to go and do some personal work on myself because Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that I want to do and aspire to do, um, I have to work through those expectations so that I can just move forward. And so Mm -hmm. the -hmm. lesson is, don't get bogged down in the lack of clarity. Mm. Just move that's and good. it will become clearer. That's good. So that's my lesson. That's really good. Yeah. All right. Next question. What do you want our listeners to know um, about just starting in their own lives? So you kind of shared with us a personal lesson from your life, but do you have a takeaway? Um, and I feel like you kind of just shared it just a takeaway that would be applicable for somebody listening to this episode? Or do you have any advice um, for somebody that's trying to implement this practice of just starting in their own life? Yeah. So um, I think I'm going to go back to something that I said a little bit earlier is shifting our mindset and, and shift. Yeah. Shifting our mindset around expectations. Mm -hmm. I think it's very, difficult um, to strike the appropriate balance of are my expectations too high and unreasonable that are going to keep me stuck Mm -hmm. versus am I settling or being complacent? Mm -hmm. There is a delicate balance there. And Mm -hmm. so I really um, would say spend some quiet time Mm -hmm. um, with yourself to figure out what attainable and realistic expectation looks like in in all areas of your life, Mm -hmm. especially during this pandemic, because we're dealing with a lot. So Mm -hmm. we can't be operating. And and let me just speak for myself. Mm -hmm. I don't think I can operate at 100% in every area of my life. And so I have to set some realistic expectations in you know, in those different areas. So if I can be a hundred percent in career right now, and that's my Mm -hmm. priority and focus, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to align my expectations accordingly. If, you know, I can only give, um, 
60% to like extracurricular and community service activities. Mm-hmm. And I need to set some realistic expectations about around the capacity that I have at that moment. And so that would be my um, kind of take practice away. takeaway is like yeah. just sit with yourself and make some realistic expectations about all of the different roles and areas of your life that you need to um, focus on. Yeah. And I, I think that setting reasonable expectations does not mean we're hampering our dreams. Like I think we can mm-hmm. still dream big and know that all things are possible. Um, you know, we can, we can achieve anything, you know, if you believe it, you can achieve it. But I think being reasonable and realistic in your expectations of mm-hmm. your different roles, where you are in this season, what's going on in your environment, you, right. you, you we see these stories and we think they're overnight successes. But if you read like Auntie Tab's book or any mm. anybody's book, um, I think the dream was always there. That's the backdrop, yes. right? For yes, 15, yes. 16 years. But different seasons, her expectations of herself had to adjust when she was having mm-hmm. difficulties in her marriage, when she was having difficulties financially, when her right. mother felt fell sick with um, uh, ALS, all of these different things. She had to adjust her travel right. schedule, her work schedule, you know, do, do different things as a mother. So there were adjustments and realistic expectations. If in those hard seasons, she was still beating herself up for, why am I not this multi-million international success? Right. In this in this time, that's not where you are. That, But that goal doesn't go away. The big right. dream exactly. doesn't go away. And that's, I think, your point, T, about progress. Like, mm-hmm. I think you said earlier that we're still making progress along the journey. Along the journey, yeah. Just because you're not getting to the end of the road doesn't mean you shouldn't just start. You just you should just reset your expectations for where you are and do something. And in due season, that thing will come to pass. Now due season. You know, it's like is due season six weeks from now? Mm -hmm. Is due season six years from now? Mm -hmm. Only God knows, right? Right. But we'll never get to due season if we're not moving through our current season. Yeah. 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 And showing ourselves some grace. So Mm -hmm. my answer is a direct lift from one of our good friends, Summer Theodore. She's um, Mm. been on the show before. She is the owner of Jesus Be Known. You should definitely check her out. She has a series that she does on Mondays with her neighbors. That's what she calls her community where she um, really digs into this. I think you can go back on Instagram through mm-hmm. um, her stories, to uh, her highlights to find it. But she talks about um, this idea that slow obedience is disobedient. Yeah. Right. And so when I was talking about um, taking for granted that we're just delaying our success, I think that um, by not starting at all, uh, especially when you feel as though it's something that you've been called to do, that you've been purposed to do, that you've been mm-hmm. gifted to do, you are being disobedient to the one who created you. So slow obedience, you know, telling God like, oh, I'm going to work on it, you know, whenever and not do anything to start um, is disobedience. And there yeah. are times where God will give you something. And if you're not doing anything, if you're not making any progress, he'll give it to somebody else. Right. Because we all have. um yeah a purpose that's been packed into us, but ultimately it's for the glory of the kingdom, right? This is all that we're doing is kingdom work. It's we're all interrelated. It's all community. However you look at it, whether it's a Christian backdrop or not. Um, And so if you're not acting on your piece um, for the greater good, then Mm. somebody else will. Imagine seeing somebody else walking Mm -hmm. around having written the book that you thought you were supposed to write or launching the business that you thought you were supposed to launch or, um, Mm -hmm. 
being a playwright for the for the musical that you already had in your mind. How many times have you seen something and been like, oh my God, I had that idea. Girl, I'm a go- I, we've talked about this on the podcast. Co- my dad going adult coloring books. But I was I also going to say like, you know, someone else could be walking around with your husband Oops. because you didn't. Oh my. Take the steps oh that you needed to take. I, that just came oh to me. And so I hope God is not Yikes. telling me. Yikes, yowzers. <laughs> you see that man walking around, you're like, he was supposed to be mine. <laughs> well, sis, you were you was acting scared. You didn't want to get on the dating apps. You didn't want to go on the first date. You wanted I to know. be super picky. Oh, trust sis. Mm. God did not, mm. I mean, you know, he did create <laughs> he didn't just make somebody him for just you. for you. <laughs> okay, don't get it twisted. Heck, that's because homegirl was waiting in the wind. You might never know that that was supposed to be your husband, but God knows. Like, that could have been yours. It's some people who do it's some people who do know. I feel no, like it is some people I, that do know. I This is like a little bit of tea. Y'all don't know these people and I'm not going to say any names. But I did have someone tell me the other day that they fumbled the bag majorly. Ooh. They fumbled the bag. Hey. So. Do I know them? <laughs> I'm not going to say. I'm just curious. You don't have to say anything. I'm just. You do no, know them. Okay. All right. Yeah. We don't want to get any deeper because then I'm going to be like, tell me offline. And I don't need to exactly. know. Okay. Yeah, never know. mind. Mm. <laughs> Sorry for them. All right. Going into our final question for the episode. We got right back into our flow. This episode was really, really good. I love mm-hmm. talking to you. I mean, Aww. really, it's not really getting back into our flow because we'd be talking anyway. Yeah, this is just regular life. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's my question. If there is one thing that you can apply this practice to in the very near future in your own life, what would it be? So what can you just start right now? I need to just start and getting on somebody's therapy calendar. So mm. when I said that my um friend, a, a good friend of mine actually drugged me so bad the other day and I didn't want to give her the satisfaction of knowing that she drugged me and got me all the way together. So I tried to be like, whatever. Um, but <laughs> she told me that... Maybe my physical body is not responding because my mental mm. is not where it needs to be. Mm. And in my mind, I was like, girl, I am fine. Like, I don't, my mental health is good. You sound like, you sound like our mothers. <laughs> That's what you True. sound like. Ain't that wrong with me? And then when I thought about it a little bit more, I was like, Dad, she just dragged me all the way down mm. South Capitol Street. And I'm just like. Maybe she's right. So I, I just need to um, make an appointment to get on somebody's therapy books because maybe there is some things. There's no maybe. I do need to unpack some things and maybe that will um, sp- spur some movement on the physical side as well. Mm, that just gave me a little, um, that gave me a little chill. Maybe I need to, let me, <laughs> sheesh. Girl, it's somebody you know who, dr- who drugged me too. So maybe she's just trying to share the wealth and I'm just passing it on to Every you. Every time you say drug me, I'm getting oh. drugged to you, like pill cause Yeah, sorry. Dra- oh, is it dragged? Is it dragged me? Oh, drag. No, I don't know. Oh, yeah, no. drag. She drug she drug you through the mud. Girl, she, that, she dragged. She dragged you. Yeah, sorry. I don't I'm don't hold me to the grammar on this podcast. Speaking I'm of pill cause <laughs> 
I know. I want to watch that documentary. Me too. I think it's about to come out. If not this weekend, like very soon. That's another like subscription that I need to get because I don't have Showtime. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to um, watch that. Some, it's, it's village mentality with these subscriptions. Let us know if you have Showtime and we'll let you hold. <laughs> Because we got, between the two of us, we got almost everything. So we'll let you hold something and we'll, we'll sort it out in the end. I'm not getting no subscription to be watching no Bill Cosby documentary. But if yeah. someone has it, I am interested. Let us know. All right. What about you? Um, There are so many things that this could apply to. But just mm-hmm. in the very short term, I think it would be about... Um, Explaining and executing an in-person experience for Love Madden. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know what? I don't think I've shared this publicly. I've shared it like in other places, but I don't think I've shared it directly with this audience that I'm working on a retreat um, for Love Madden. Oh, retreat. So many things have happened that have delayed it, you know, some COVID related, some related to the venue, just all these other things. Um, but I'm glad that I just started, right? Because I'm just um, at least feel like some progress is better than no progress. But a friend of mine, I guess, dragged me too, drugged me. She said to me, just because the retreat can't happen, right? Which is the big dream. The big thing. Uh, or not can't happen, but isn't, you are, you're not able it's to delayed. start selling tickets right mm-hmm. away. It's delayed, um, but it's still going to happen. Believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why can't you do something else? Like, why can't you mm-hmm. do something sooner? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely planning to do something sooner. And she's like, yeah, but you've been yay-yaying me for, like, a year and a half. Like, what, And that's so where true. Like, girl, you could, I mean, and it doesn't even have to be grand, right? If it you want to invite eight or ten women around the table, you can do that. You can do it safely. Yes. You can do it next month, but I'm not going to put that. Absolutely. So <laughs> let's say, so, okay, so this this is February. So I was planning for March or April. So by the next, well, not the next episode. But two episodes from now, <laughs> I'll have a date for you guys of when Ooh. it's going to be. All right? So it's going to happen. Ooh, look at me putting it into action immediately. Yes, <laughs> immediately. Love that for us. All right. Any final thoughts on just starting? This felt, this actually felt therapeutic to me. Yeah, I, I, no, yeah, I enjoyed for, this. For me as well. And um Definitely you all hold me accountable because I have been asking people for recommendations for therapists and I have like one and I was waiting on another, but I can't even be waiting on nobody's other recommendation. Like either I'm going to go with the one I got or I'm going to go on psychology today and find me another option. Um, So don't let other people impact your Mm, starting. That's another one. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. So hopefully mm-hmm. <laughs> by the time you guys hear this, there'll be some sound effects um, that'll be put into this. <laughs> Girl, no, the sound effects are here. They're here. No, I know, but we're doing them in post editing. So what if something <laughs> comes up between now and then? But I've been saying this forever that we're working on sound effects. And I think this is the season. Like we have them. We yes. have everything lined up. Um, so I'm excited to hear how this podcast sounds once it's um fully edited love it all right time for our closing prayer if you're able where you are bow your uh, head and close yeah. your eyes and if you can't just at least ask your kids to hush up for a second so that you can <laughs> and listen right. intent- and, li- and listen yeah. in if y'all in the back seat <laughs> right now listen to this prayer with mommy okay all right 
Father, we praise your holy name, God, before we ask you for anything or even thank you for anything, God. We just want to glorify you for being who you are, for being um, a sovereign God who sits Mm -hmm. on high, but also for being a loving and accessible father who we can come to at any time with anything, God. So we honor you and we glorify you for that. We thank you for keeping us through this season. Um, in reasonable health, God, and in our right minds, hopefully, well, a good percentage of our minds, Lord, we know is a little <laughs> more, a little work we can do um, yes. since the end of season three, and for bringing us back to season four of the Love Madden podcast. So we are so grateful for that, God. Um, I want to pray for everyone who is listening right now that you would lift uh, burdens off of their heart, um, that you would uh, make a path and make a way for them to see a light, to see progress, to see um, an opportunity for them to move forward, God, by just yes. starting. Um, for those who might be dealing with seasonal affective disorder or people who might be dealing with loss or um, upset around the holidays. There are so many heavy things going on right now. Lord, we ask that you would um, just break through all of that so that they can see a light um, and that they can just get started. Help us to start. Help us to have the wherewithal within us to just take that first step. We don't have Mm -hmm. to see the whole staircase in order to take the first step. We submit all of these prayers to you um, with immense honor and love and gratitude. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Love Madden, the podcast. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe. Then leave a five-star rating and review. Yes, and there's plenty more where this came from. Check out the show notes, download the online guide, and keep the conversation going over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N. This episode of Love Madden, the podcast, is brought to you by our friends at Tap Tap Send, the fast and easy way to send money across the world, now operating in Ethiopia. I recently used it and the money was transferred almost instantly with no fees. Try it for yourself. Download the app, tap, tap, send in your app store, and then use the promo code LOVEMADDEN to get 10 extra US dollars to send to your family or friends back home.